So, uh, I'm going to show you something more interesting. <laughs> Look at this coffee, Matt. I, I'm going to surprise you. Hey, guess what smell that is? Smell it. I'm holding up the microphone. Smell it. It's, um, it's, uh, get it closer. Um, it's strawberry and uh, peach with, um, with a hint of, um, uh, um, firestone. Oh yeah. You're very close. It's actually rum. And some peppercorns. Um, no, it's rum, but it was a very See, good try. Go. Hold on. There's another one. Fire water, fire water. What? It says your bandwidth. Is Did you know uh, that if you plug it in, it actually works? Do you know what? Uh, the truth of the matter is, Max, I did know that. I don't want to sound smart or anything. Yeah, I know. Surprising, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's <sighs> rare times. It's yeah, rare my, my times. laptop. So just to, just to give you a, um, a bit of context, my laptop is so old that my Wi-Fi is uh, slower than my um, broadband connection. Uh, yeah, that doesn't sound good. You got to go and do things like try changing channels or get a better router or something like that. My laptop is from 2009. I think uh, yeah. it's yeah. past its prime. Yeah. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, just yeah. a new one. Yeah, we just keep convincing ourselves to have to buy new stuff. I'm actually, I've looked at a, um, a bare-bone PC. And I'm, I think I'm going to go for that one. That's your style, Max. You've got a style with that kind of stuff, you know. It's, People expect uh, you to do that. No one expects you to buy like a PC from a shop that just works. You know, I expect I, you to I, actually smelt the metal that yes. um, you create the case <laughs> from. They're pretty cool, actually. They're very cheap. I mean, yeah. seven hundred fifty pounds. You get uh, you get a better computer than most desktop. I'll tell you a secret, Max. I used to build my own computers, and yeah. um, I'll tell you a crime I used to commit when I was young. And I think the um, the statute of limitations applies here, so no one can arrest mm -hmm. me, which was uh, back in the day. And we're talking, obviously, around the time when people still rode horses. Uh, then, <laughs> and when, I was, when and all I was the young. petrol was still dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. And I was young and uh, had very little money. Um, I was working in a computer shop. And um, I learned this trick there. Well, actually, that the first thing you learned, this is on Tottenham Court Road. So you know where Tottenham Court Road is, right? Ooh. Tottenham Court Road. That's the, yep. That was the place you used to go to buy computers. It was like, okay. it was just lying. Remember, I grew up in Italy, so. Oh, okay. All right. So, okay. So on Tottenham Court Road in London, the line of computer, like all computer shops. It used mm -hmm. to be. That's, you know, when you bought things on, at, at shops. And um, people used to go up and down the street looking for the best deal. And they were all built. We used to build them. So I used to sit in the office and build computers. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and, and so how could you be competitive? And they were expensive. They were thousands you know, of, uh, of pounds. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but thousands of pounds. We used to, but we used to put in each DRAM chip at a time. So to get 200 and you know, they used to come in like 256K packs, not megs. Not Meg's dearies, K. Yeah, um, that. <laughs> and we used to have to, and they had little legs, and they had to stick them in, and you, you couldn't mess it up, or you'd like blow the whole thing. Anyway, so what we ended up doing, like a lot of other people, was we would um, sell the computer at thousands of pounds at a at effectively no money, no profit at all. But the thing was, because you had so much traffic going up and down, is that people haggled so much over the cost of the computer. That once they had made the mental decision to buy one, mm -hmm. that everything else they just spent. So you'd like, oh, you'll need a um, printer with that. And you'd be like, oh, God, yeah, I need a printer. Okay, well, I throw one of these in here. That's only a couple hundred quid. They're like, well, I spent, you know, 1,500 pounds. Couple hundred, I do need a printer. And then you'd be like, do you have a cable? You don't have a cable. That's 25 quid. So you throw it together. <laughs> I'm just telling you, 25 quid, 25 pounds for a cable that we used to spend 99p to buy. By the time he walked out of that shop, <laughs> we had made we made no money on the computer, but every cable, every piece of software, everything else. Needs to, anyway, that's not the thing that was illegal. What I did was, which is totally illegal, allegedly, was um, uh, software was very expensive back in the day. So you used to mm -hmm. get a copy of Lotus One, Two, Three, and everything else. Uh, but you could always all the shops allowed you to take them back. Not shops like us, because we you know 
we were small shops, we couldn't do that. But you bought software from the big department stores. Um, you could take it back as long as it wasn't opened. Because if you opened it, obviously, the disks inside, you could have copied the software and mm-hmm. used it. So uh, I used to, when I was learning um, all the computer stuff, D-Base and Lotus and everything else, I, I, I bought the, and the games, I bought the, the software back. And rather than pay for the software, I invested in a, um, a laminating, not laminating, <laughs> what's the, a shrink wrapping, a shrink wrapping machine. And yeah. I bought some shrink wrap uh, plastic because all shrink wrap is plastic. And, and what you do, so you'd open up the box, you'd install the software, you put the software back in the box, you'd get some shrink wrap software, you put it around. And then uh, the shrink, what the shrink wrapping machine did was it kind of sealed it all the way around so that, um, you know, there was a, uh, it was just, it's basically it's heat, heat sealed it. Yeah, but yeah. of course, all, this, all the, the, the plastic's kind of baggy. But then what you do is you get a hairdryer. And you just heat it. <laughs> and you heat the whole thing in it and it shrink, hence the name shrink wrap, shrinks down to the thing. And you take it back and you go, oh, so I bought it for my nephew, but he didn't want it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway that's what we used to do hey max so you've you've got this uh you've got the first one very close i think you said um i think you said uh, strawberries and something and yeah strawberries rum. and firestone and uh, right. peppercorns and, yeah uh, but actually it was yeah. rum so now have another guess if you can get this yeah one i'm gonna wrong. try again okay oh, Matt. Uh-huh. i think i think I'm, I'm um i think that's like i don't know um like eastern musk Huh? Eastern Musk. Oh, well, very yeah, good guess. Eastern a very Musk good guess. And, um, so close. I know. And I think I'm also um, getting a, a hint of um, caramelized acorn. Oh, ah, oh, oh, you you no idea how close you are. It's maple syrup. Perfect. So, um, so this is flavored coffee, which, you know, I, I tried the one flavored coffee. I think I've tried once or twice in my life and thought it was absolutely disgusting. And, uh, you know, if you're into coffee, you don't want to drink flavored coffee for the love of God. You want the coffee I mean, for you the want flavor. To drink coffee flavor is coffee, the flavor. Yeah, coffee flavored. Right. You want the coffee to be the flavor, right? Yeah. But these guys, what well, it's interesting. They're like, yeah, yeah, I know we get that. Like, they're not saying anything different. But they are, what they are saying is that some countries uh, don't like coffee um, because they're traditionally, traditionally, uh, they are tea drinking nations. Mm, and like the UK. Uh, like the UK was, kind mm-hmm. of still is. I mean, we all love our tea. Kind of still is. If you, I mean, if you, if you have anyone coming over, co- coming home, I mean, I, I don't, I know it sounds weird because it doesn't really happen anymore, but mm. in the time, if you have any tradesman or anything, oh, oh can, I, can I make a coffee? Yeah. You make an espresso. They, they look at you and like, yeah, you put some hot water in it. Yeah. Yeah. What is this? I don't have enough of it. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's, it's, it's the enough factor. It's like when I was a kid, I used to, uh, I used to buy chocolate by the kilo. I literally used to just go down the aisle and I don't care what it was. It was just, you know, how a much, lot. how, yeah. How much am I getting for my money? That's, mm-hmm. that's the metric I used. And of course, very stupid. Um, and probably why I became pre-diabetic, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but, uh, but so, uh, these, these coffees are meant for people who are tea drinking nations who are maybe need a little bit of a nudge to, mm-hmm. you know, go down the coffee route. So they made these, these coffees, they're very kind of, uh, very mild. And, um, and I, there's another one raspberry, which I didn't bring up to the, up to the studio, which is my office. Ah, uh, studio. Uh, studio just sounds way cooler. Yes. I didn't bring into the studio, Max, because I couldn't find it. Uh, <laughs> I think possibly my wife drunk at all. But here's the interesting thing. So we were trying them. We were drinking them in a cafeteria because they're pre-ground. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't dislike them. I, I actually thought... Have I actually put off a pour-over? Yes. And it wasn't as good in the pour-over as it was in the French press, I've got to be honest oh. with you. Um, but I could be also because I put the wrong ratios and, and, you know, I got to play around with it. I got to play around with it a bit more. Mm-hmm. But the thing is what I find interesting about it is when I tried a, for instance, that Nespresso, um, flavored Nespresso, it, it mm-hmm. actually made me feel ill. I, I've got to be honest, it actually made me feel ill. I got a creme brulee or something. Oh, I've got a creme brulee of this as well. So it'd be interesting. It's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's just too sickly. It was, it was sort of strong with the flavor. It was all yeah. it's weird. 
it's weird. It's not right. It's like mm. seeing someone with their legs facing the wrong way. Like if you ever see someone with their knees pointing backwards, right? I mean, yeah. you don't want to judge. No one wants to judge somebody unfortunate who's got their legs on the wrong way, but you'd be like, that's just not right. That's wrong. Yeah. And uh, that's how I felt about uh, coffee flavors. These ones, I, I'm not going to say they're my favorite. I'm not going to say um, that I absolutely fell in love and I found a new dimension. What I will say is that I actually did like them and I will drink them. And also <clears throat> my wife really likes them and <laughs> my son actually likes them. Now, my son says the same thing as me. I prefer like a really good quality coffee. But he said, this is actually pretty nice. He was talking about the raspberry one. Doesn't like rum. He made lots of faces about the rum one, but then he doesn't like rum. So, I mean, fair enough. Yeah, rum is actually, I think it's an acquired taste because uh, it's, um, for, for younger people, it's too, there's too much bitterness. And then eventually you, you start getting the sweetness because uh, your perception of bitterness goes away with age. I have no, that is just such a lie. I can't no. believe that. Really? Like yeah. rum's not bitter. Rum's full of sugar, right? Yes. And the 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 barrick that they use, the, the 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 tannins that it takes from the from the barrel that is aged into, it's very bitter. I had no idea. I'm not like really sure. I don't cognac. really drink. I drink maybe once a year. So, yeah, but like cognac or um 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 whiskey, uh -huh. any sort of these kind of these kind of liquors. A, a youngster, I mean, a person they don't like the whiskeys, do they? They yes. don't like. I I love whiskey, um, I, but I just don't drink. But if I do, I've got about four bottles of good quality Japanese and Scottish whiskey mm -hmm. in my cupboard. I don't know why it's, it's there. Maybe I'm aging it. I don't know. I'm aging myself as well. Um, <laughs> so I'm waiting till I get to a good age. <laughs> what I figure is, well, I'm going to reach this point in my life one day, Max, where one day. I'm just going to be, it's just, I don't know, something's going to, my life's going to change so fundamentally that I'm just going to pull that bottle of whiskey out and I'll sit somewhere and maybe it'll be somewhere nice or maybe it'll be awful. Maybe it'll be the end of the world or maybe it'll be somewhere amazing and I'll be like, you know, it's a good time to pull out that bottle of whiskey. I'm going to know when the time is right. Good to know it. when it is the time. Yes. So this coffee, Max, mm -hmm. um, this coffee uh, was a surprise to me, actually. Uh, and I've also got uh, some capsules from them. Um, okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've got some. So my Nespresso, my next Nespresso machine arrived today. I got a little Magimix. It's like a little one because, you know, the, the first Nespresso machine that we bought yeah. uh, was the Virtue one, which is the, yes. the new, it's got the new types of capsules. Yes. So, and of course, all of the, because the capsules are um, patented, you can't get third-party capsules, mm -hmm. whereas these, I'm pointing at <laughs> nothing. I have no idea what I'm pointing at. There's not even <laughs> any capsules there, but you can't see there's not capsules there, so we can pretend. Let, let's pretend that we have capsules. Yeah, but these capsules right here that you can't see, uh -huh. uh, these, these capsules are the old ones that, mm -hmm. um, that the patent uh, ran out on, and so there's lots of third parties making uh, making compatible uh, capsules for it. So I've got a bunch of capsules from them. And one of the most interesting ones that I've got from them is it's not even coffee. Uh, and again, it's, it's, we're tying this into um, how coffee mar different markets are, are, are drinking coffee. But they're, they're like these health capsules. And they've got all of this like um, mixture of uh, of antioxidants and beetroot and right infused magnesium or something so i can I'm actually chemicals around yeah i can actually send you a paper mm -hmm. uh, on uh, on people using these machines to extract natural natural products you're kidding um, me no i'm not serious oh it's, my god it's it's a it's a group that i think they are from um, brazil so that they, they don't have lots of money for for fancy instruments and typically for to do these kind of things you do you use uh what is called a supercritical fluid extraction what? so you, it, it's basically it's co2 under under uh, a lot of pressure that is liquid so it's mm -hmm. very hydrophobic and uh, you put it inside your capsule see the co2 solubilizes everything that is uh, that is hydrophobic 
mm-hmm. and takes it away. And then you can extract it. So it's a very clean, very easy, and very environmentally friendly extraction. But mm. it's a very expensive machine. It's a very expensive instrument. Mm. You get actually very similar results using an espresso machine <laughs> because you can heat up you can heat up the solvents. In that case, you wouldn't be using um, uh, CO2, but you would be using solvents. So, mm. like, I don't know, acetonitrile, ethanol, methanol, whatever you, you want to use. And uh, it fills up the capsule, and then it, it, the capsule breaks out and uh, it releases at the same, the same pressure because it's a pressurized capsule. Right. And it's so consistent that they actually have a, a patent on it Wow, and uh, they they use it. They use it. They suggest they suggest it. It's actually quite a cool thing. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give this a go. I, he's given me. A, they sent me very kindly so much stuff to try. It's going to take me a while to get through it all. Yeah, um, I mean, I've seen the video you sent. Me, but so. by the end of the year, uh, I should have had a good start at it. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> uh, I hope they weren't expecting anything out of me before before December. Um, but uh, but no, no, we're we're going through it. I'm I'm just a little surprised. I wasn't quite sure what to say. He said he send them to me. How I was going to, how I was going to like let him down gently by saying I didn't like any of it. It's awful, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's not awful. It's actually quite mild. The only thing I'd say, and I can, I can totally understand why, is that it's, uh, it's, um, it's not a real strong coffee taste. It's very mild. Yeah. It's very well, light. But that's you have to introduce people to it. So if you, if you, yeah, you have to think who you're catering for. It wouldn't be something good for us, but for someone that doesn't drink coffee very often, that's a good option. I can actually relate to that, uh, to a story that uh, my dad was telling me of a friend of him. He used to uh, import and export wine. Uh-huh. And uh, to, in order to, ex- to start exporting good wines to the U.S., uh, in a particular area of the U.S., I want to say the, the Bible Belt, I want to say that. Um, he was actually exporting it in um, uh, tin cans, <laughs> so like Coca-Cola cans, yeah. and there was Brunello in it. And I mean, I'm not talking of you know crappy wine. It was Brunello in it, so very good wine. Mm. But he would because otherwise people wouldn't drink it because they were not used to it. They were used to to beer that mm. you put in the fridge and you just have a can, you open it and you drink it. Well, it's so, funny. You, it's funny you say that in China. Um, not long ago, I'm talking just a few years ago, like mm-hmm. two or three or four, maybe five years ago, but not long ago. Uh, they 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 became wealthy, and people um, wanted to have all the things that that wealthy people in the West had. So mm-hmm. one of the things is the winemakers went over there, and mm-hmm. they brought expensive wine, but the Chinese didn't really like the taste of it, so they would mix. <laughs> They'd mix it with Coca-Cola, and you'd see these. You'd see at the restaurants that have all this expensive wine. I'm talking about, you know, a thousand, five, you know, five hundred to fifteen hundred dollars a bottle, kind of wine. And okay. and and then they would pour it, and then the then the waiter would come around with a can of Coke, so it'd be half wine and half Coke. Yeah. Oh my God, I, I am glad I've never seen that in person. <laughs> then like I would sacrilege. have been arrested. <laughs> sacrilege yeah so hey listen today um i i'm yes. going to talk about ecm machines because oh my yeah. god and you know i bought a i bought a breville <laughs> you actually did buy a breville so actually instead of talking about ecm i want to talk about that one. Oh, you want to talk about that okay yes. all right you're going to change Ooh. oh you pulled the rug from under <laughs> me <laughs> <laughs> you were ready and you said you're not oh uh, you know I'm, the amount of research i've just done on ecm damn you damn you massimilio <laughs> maximum um (laughs) all right we'll talk about that because i mean i've been using it for several hours and so i only bought it last night mate you know what do you want me to say it's good enough um it's a cappuccino maker i know i'll tell you i'll tell you what i'm doing so what i bought was i didn't buy this to keep i bought this for a review that we're doing Uh uh-huh uh i bought the it's very popular so he says well i mean yeah so I start, so I say you're right. Uh-huh. I'm saying uh-huh. it. I'm telling you. You're betraying Gadger. Um, and uh, so we got. It's, it's called the Bambino Plus. It's the Bambino Plus. We talked about it last week, and mm-hmm. I sort of, I think I threw away a comment yes last week. I sort of said, well, you know, you get, you know, what do you? It's a lot of money. It's double the price for the word plus, and you know, and a couple of features and a couple of buttons. Yeah, and then um, you fell for it. And I went and bought one. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's a guy down the road from me who was, I was doom scrolling eBay and Amazon looking to, you know, 
uh, I just, I always go through there thinking uh, one day I'm going to find somebody who's going to sell like an ECM Synchronica and he's going to be desperate and he'll take any offers. And that's really what I'm looking for. Yeah. But now I was going through there. I keep and looking. <laughs> <laughs> if you know anybody. If you know anybody, if I do, I will, I will tell you right away. But trust yeah. me, I do the same. Yeah, yeah, we're all yeah, we're in this game. Right? Still, we're all doing yeah. it. We're all I'm doing still it. hoping of finding someone that uh, I don't know emptied a, a, a container and found uh, la spaziale, and then he says, "Yeah, and they don't know what it is, right? Yeah. And they don't know what it is. Yeah, and they go like, um, yeah, cappuccino maker, fifty quid, yeah. fifty-five. <laughs> yeah, me and my dad was an art dealer, and back in the day, that stuff happened all the time. People would have." Um, like probate sales, you know, when people died in the house and they'd go to the house and go like, I don't know, I've got these pictures here, get an art dealer up. And people all think of art dealers as, you know, um, very, you know, very solid people, very, you know, re reliable, honest people. Mm -hmm. Crooks, mate. Yep. <laughs> um, I say this, but my, my dad, my, I mean, they're not all crooks, but there, there, there was a number. There was a, a type. So there would be when people found out that there was um, that there was a, a house clearance going up, and maybe rumors would go around that there may be some you know, some good quality paintings up there. Mm -hmm. There would be all sorts of shenanigans to get up there first and to try to secure at a good price uh, some quality yeah. paintings, That's including and one time. So I'm just going to say very quickly, including one time this chap who went on the train who then paid the driver to not stop at the next station. So he got off the station before all the art dealers were on the same train, my dad included, uh -huh. and they're all waiting. And then this new guy uh, got off early and everyone scoffed at him and said, Oh, he's got off at the wrong stop. He's going to miss it. And then what he didn't realize is he paid the driver 10 quid to not stop at the next station. He kept on going. So he was, he was the only one that got there and secured some, you know, old master at a bargain price. Shenanigans, I'm telling you. Wow. Go on. <laughs> right. <clears throat> but because at that time, people didn't have Google. Yeah, they didn't have Google. They didn't have Google. They had phone boxes as well. They didn't have mobile phones. So they couldn't, you know, call from the train. They were all just there. Stop the train. <laughs> um, and uh, it was, you know, it was the old days. Anyway, so I bought this. I, so I was doom scrolling eBay. And mm -hmm. this guy had this. I, mean, I was actually looking at a different uh, thing in me, Rebel thing. And I thought, I've got to do a review of this. I'll probably have to buy one, buy one on eBay and resell it, you know, a few weeks later. And, um, and I saw this guy, so I was like, hold on a second. Pick up only, where is this? And uh, it was about five miles down the road from me. So <laughs> I contacted the guy and I said, uh, I, made a, I made a cheeky offer. And I said, I'll pick it up tonight, tomorrow. He said, you've got to come tonight because tomorrow we're leaving the country. We're going back home to uh, Moldova, I think they were from. Moldova. And uh, so I got it at a bit of a bargain and I just whizzed around there um, and, and picked it up. And uh, he, just, he came out with his mask on, put it in the back of the car and I drove off, paid him by PayPal. That's the way the world is nowadays. Uh, and so last night I was putting it together and telling my first thoughts, my first impressions then of this reveal, uh, Bambina Plus, is um, that overall it's a nice size machine. I and mean, everyone says that it's a nice size machine. It feels nice in terms of build quality until you get to the drip tray, which feels like a piece of junk. Um, <laughs> it's all nice. and, and very, very thin pressed metal. And it doesn't quite, I mean, it sort of magnetically snaps in place, but then it doesn't, it just kind of falls off quite easily. And, and mm. it only takes uh, two cups of coffee in, a, in terms of drips. Um, oh. And then you've got to empty it. So it's a pretty, it's like the world's most disappointing drip tray. They're actually going for the Guinness Book of Records. They're, they've, they've, I think they're chalking up, I think, pretty soon. By the end of this year, they should have got <laughs> enough votes to be the most disappointing drip tray ever invented. Um, but putting that aside, because I thought I'd just please you first, and then I'm going to hit you with all the stuff that it's good at. And, and, mm. and I'll hear, and then we'll turn up the volume, the microphone, and hear the gnashing of your teeth. Um, <laughs> I don't think 
I don't, I've never heard anybody ever gnash their teeth, and I really want to hear it because I, I, I mean, the, the, the Bible talks teeth. about it. And, and what is gnashing know? teeth? That's where you, you where you grind your teeth together. And, and I, who I gnashes like their teeth? Who? I've never seen anybody gnash their teeth. I'd love to see someone do it. I would. I would. I don't grind my do, teeth. No, but if you're very angry, who does that? You know, except your bank manager when you go in and ask ask for more money. Uh, no, that, that's that's not because you you ask for the money. That's because of nothing. Yeah. What? Because okay. Because you you why? I don't know, but uh, you know, under lots of pressure, people people tend to do things. Okay, this sounds like a dark secret, Max. We'll have to we'll take yes. this offline. Um, dark <laughs> but then they go mm. a lot. Oh, wow, I know. I actually, <laughs> I actually did. Um, oh, we're gonna go for another segue. I did. Uh, I I went to HSBC, uh, and you did ecstasy with them. No, and I did. Uh, no, I did not. I went to HSBC <laughs> and talked to them about. Uh, we had an investment plan. We actually had investors, and all we wanted was a place to put the money. And we had uh, a very well-known family um, mm -hmm. uh, investing money, and uh, we thought it's not a problem. But it was um, it was in uh, our business was in Eastern Europe, and as mm. soon as I said, you know, blah 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 blah, money and the amount, and and it's all going to go to a business in Eastern Europe, literally this guy's face went white because it's all like the first thing they think about is money laundering and compliance. And he says, I'll have to go and check with my compliance manager. <laughs> and they got a letter from them later saying, please go away and never come back. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> it's good. Uh, anywho, uh, what I like about the Bambino plus, mm -hmm. so it's, um, it's a machine uh, in Breville in the U S Sage in the UK, but, uh, about 400 pounds. Which in dollars now is about a million dollars. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, I think in, in dollars I don't know. It's probably around four hundred bucks as well. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's it's. I mean, it's sort of it's at a weird price point because it's kind of it's a bit cheaper than a classic a Gagia Classic Pro. It's it's a bit cheaper. It's quite a bit cheaper than some of the other models like the the, the Ranchilio or the. Mm -hmm. Or um, you know the ECM Casa or something like that. It's it's a good one two hundred plus dollars cheaper pounds dollars euros and a lot of dong cheaper. Can I just say I've I've got I do automatic translation on my website. We know actually we're talking about Viet Vietnam for robusta coffee and um, and uh, what's the what's the currency in Vietnam? Do you know? Franco. No, it's dong. D O N G, uh, which is also which is also a naughty word in England, and so my my website company did a site audit and said a lot of swear words on your site. You need to fix that. <laughs> You've got this word dong all over your site. It's like yeah, that's the Vietnamese currency. You dong. Um, so it's it's about four hundred uh, pounds dollars dong, and uh, and that puts it cheaper than a classic. Yeah, but, but only slightly. But but not a massive amount cheaper, right? So what are you going to get for your money? Well, mm -hmm. well, I will tell you, Max, what you get for your money is not a drip tray. Not, not a, a good drip, drip tray. tray. Not a good drip tray. But and uh, you, uh, 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 wait, wait, wait. What size is the portafilter? The wrong size, Max. It's the <laughs> wrong size. That's exactly, it's exactly to the millimeter, the wrong size. Yeah. It's 52, isn't it? 54. Yeah, it's not 58, it's 54. 54 mils. And can I tell you, because I, I just went on. Okay, so the first thing is, is that some of the machines come only with pressurized baskets. Mm -hmm. And some come with single-walled proper baskets for freshly ground coffee. So mm -hmm. the pressurized baskets you can only use for uh, filter coffee. And the, and the non-pressurized, obviously, you use for ground coffee, you grind yourself. And um, the one I got, obviously, obviously, only had the pressurized baskets in them. Of course. And so I went out and I bought a uh, 54 mil basket. And I was reading because there's a few on Amazon, arrived tomorrow. There are a few on Amazon. And um, 
I was reading the descriptions to make sure I didn't, you know, get the wrong one, what people said, etc. And they all had various descriptions that said things like uh, perfect for pour over coffee. Uh, this filters your coffee and stops the coffee from, from coming through. And, you know, like they had absolutely no idea what they were selling. Um, it was quite, it was quite uh, worrying, I suppose. But um, that so bought, kind of gives you the kind of gives you the idea, the clue of the the level of of, of people that are are purchasing. Um, actually, that's unfair. It's not the level of people that are purchasing, but but this the market this is aimed for is not knowledge copy copy people, knowledge yeah. copy people. But and this is a big but. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, but um, it does what it's supposed to do. It does what it's supposed to do very well. I have to say, I was actually pretty impressed. I decided to make a uh, disgusting pressurized coffee last night because okay. let's be honest, actually, I say that because I put my coffee snob hat on and I thought to myself as I'm driving back in the car, listening to ABBA, and I won't hear a word about it. Um, as I'm driving along, singing along to Waterloo, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I always poo-poo, as we say in uh, the posh circles, in the upper circles uh, that, we, that I move in, uh, mm -hmm. I always poo-poo uh, these, um, these pressurized baskets. But... You do. I don't. Okay. Yes, you're a better person than me, but I, I do. I know. I just wanted to rub it in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> fine. Thank you. Um... <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, so I tried one I had mm -hmm. this coffee. I tried one last night, uh, cause I thought I actually don't know what they're like. Um, but it was actually pretty disgusting. Was it? It was, but having said that, I know cause yeah, cause yeah, now you see that didn't quite go with you, didn't it? You were going to come in and go there. I told you so, but no, it was disgusting, Max. So how did you grind it? I didn't grind the coffee. It was pre-ground coffee. Where from? Well, this, the guy gave me some. I didn't have any, so he gave me some that he probably yeah. had for nine months because he said he's had the machine for nine months. So he probably just gave me the coffee. So I look, I, I, I'm just saying, I tried it once with the pressurized. It was pretty bad. Mm -hmm. It poured very well. I came out. It looked fantastic. I was like, this looks great. It was pretty bad. Uh, actually... Uh -huh. I would try uh, the, the coffees that you have, um, the flavor coffees. Well, as an espresso? Are you crazy? Yeah. What's wrong with you, you fool? Try it. Well, it's not ground for that. It's, it's ground a bit try. coarser. Try. You just want me to break it, don't you? No. Just, uh, the worst case scenario is it's going to be watery. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go tomorrow. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Is this a trap? Are you trying to trick no, no, me? No, 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 it's not a trap. It's not a trap. The thing is, if you use a pressurized, port of, uh, pressurized filter with, uh -huh. uh, with a good grinder, you have to grind much coarser. So it, it just, it's, it's just messy ah, because okay. uh, you have to forget everything you know and uh, you have to go way out of your grinding to, to grind half decently. So you, you would grind it as um, French press, fine fr French press size. Oh, okay. Well, that's so, what I've got. That's what exactly. I got, baby. So it might actually work. Okay, well, I'll give and, it a go. Uh, if you have it with with coffee that is relatively good, mm -hmm. well, that okay. can work. Okay. All right. We're going to do that. Um, I'll do that and report back like a like a good soldier. And uh, but I'll tell me the things that I like. I'm going to scratch my ear. Oh, that feels good. Uh, <laughs> I should, did I should leave that in. Okay. No, I'll leave it in. I'll leave it in. It's good. Um, and, uh, so what, what do I like about it? Well, mm -hmm. okay. I tell you what I like is, um, fill up the back with some water. You turn it on. It's, it's like a few buttons, um, to push. That's it. There's just literally a few buttons in the front. Now on the, uh, you've got a one cup button and a two cup button. I'm going to let mm -hmm. you guess which one does which. Then you've got a button with a thermometer on it and, and three lights. And if you push the button repeatedly, it goes one, one bar light, two bar lights, three bar lights, then back to one bar light. Then you've got another little button, which is like the little steam thingy next to it. And mm -hmm. again, three lights to it. And you push it and it goes one bar, two bar, three bar, back to one bar. That's kind of it, right? So mm -hmm. 
basically your job is in the portafilter. Everyone talks about how bad the portafilter is. It's got a bit of plastic in it. It's got a little bit of plastic. I don't know why there's a bit of plastic in it, but it feels it's okay. Because it's because it's pressurized, so it, it only releases oh. after it reaches a, a certain pressure. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I've um, I've cleaned everything, so I, I I used some cleaning agents and cleaned everything because I doubt this guy ever cleaned anything. Um, so so I did that. Um, I tell you what I did do last night, which which was hugely successful, mm-hmm. was I uh, I steamed some milk with the auto steamer, and here's how it works. So they you comes with a milk jug. The milk jug has two levels on it, minimum and maximum. So you put mm-hmm. it somewhere between the two. I mean, you know, it's pretty kind of, again, it's kind of foolproof. I don't want to say totally foolproof because, you know, there's always people out there who will challenge challenge anybody's foolproof mechanism. (laughs) Uh, But generally speaking, most people will know that to put it between the minimum and the maximum, depending on how much milk they want. So you fill it up there, which I did that. Then the steam wand, the little rubber, the little rubber, little hook on it, little piece of rubber, but instead of just being a rubber sleeve, it mm-hmm. extrudes out into a little with a hole to make it a very easy to grab a hold of and pull it yep. out. It is not on a ball and joint, so you don't move it around like you do with um, like you do with a steam wand where you're doing your own manual steaming. Because mm-hmm. and here's the kicker: it's a magical wand. It's a magic wand. It's a magic wand that steams automatically the level of frothiness and heat uh, that you set with the button that we mentioned earlier. Wow. Yeah. And you're, oh, you've got your sarcastic looking, uh, uh, not sarcastic, your, your skeptical face. No, it's my sarcastic face, but yes. Okay. Close. All right. They're close. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so you fill up the milk. Mm-hmm. You, there's a little button with a sensor in it on the drip tray to the right. Mm-hmm. So you um, pull the steam wand out because remember, it only goes one way and it kind of clicks out. So it's got a little thunk out. Mm-hmm. And then you put the steam wand in and thunk puts it back and because it goes funk it doesn't really fit you know i mean it, it goes into place yep. there is no is it backwards a bit is it forwards a bit it is funk into place mm-hmm. it funks in place it thunks in place <laughs> and uh and the and then the the steam jug the milk jug mm-hmm. sitting on the little sensor thing okay right. and as a so with the because the steam the milk jug is on the sensor mm-hmm. and the steam wand can only thunk into place in one place, it's automatically positioned in the right place. Yes. So then you hit the button. So you choose what um, steam setting you want. And you've got uh, sort of lower heat, you've got a medium frothy, and then you've got like super frothy. So I went medium, which, mm-hmm. which I thought would be probably about right for a latte, do a bit of latte art. Ooh. Yeah. And, um, and uh, I pushed the button and I waited. Uh, a while it's not it's not fast um <laughs> it's not fast uh but you know what it's a minute or so right so let's say it takes a minute i didn't rec- i didn't I'll, i will time it but it's about a minute which is quite a long time but in the scheme of things who cares like a minute is fine to wait because okay. it does it automatically for you and i tell you what it is not as good as the milk i steam obviously because i'm a master it is <laughs> it is not as good and i've steamed a lot of milk so i actually do know how to steam milk i'm not a master but I, I can I can take a manual steam wand, and I can make and I can and I I can stretch milk properly for a latte, and I can stretch milk properly for cappuccinos. I can also screw it up, but I can generally, especially if I've been in practicing for a little bit, I can generally nail pretty good milk. Mm-hmm. But with this one, put it in, you push a button, you walk away, and you read a book or do something else, and you know make your bacon and eggs. And uh, it'll beep or something when it's finished, and you go, oh, uh, you walk over, and guess what? It's not bad. It's yeah. actually pretty good. All you need to do is wipe the wand down, and then you don't even need to. You don't need to purge it because when you put it back in, it. I won't say purge it. I mean, it does purge it. It kind of dribbles. It's a bit of a disappointing purge. It kind of. I was expecting a. You know, that's what you want. And you're like, yeah, purge. And instead, it goes. Instead, it just dribbles water. Yeah, just blah, 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 blah. and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but you know, it does it, so you don't forget. And that's a sort of exactly the sort of thing that people who want to know nonsense cappuccino in the morning or whatever else. Yes, 
Um, and then they and then they end up posting the, the the bloody thing on Instagram saying, "Look, I'm a barista." Yeah, but that's no, all right. Good for them. Maybe they'll maybe no, they'll improve their skills and, and move up. Zero skill involved. You know, no, but of, but everyone's got to start somewhere, Max. You know, got to start somewhere. Uh, so I disagree. You well, you disagree that everyone's got to start somewhere. You should start properly with something that requires skill, and then you learn. And once yeah. you once you once you learn it, it's like wow, I come a long way. Not All from right. press the button. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I, 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 I think that no, I'm gonna. I'm look. I think there's a place for this, and I, I have no problems. Um, if people get into coffee, maybe for a year or so, they're gonna do this. They're gonna be very happy. Maybe for two years, and then maybe at some point, some of those people will say, you know what, I want to up my game a little bit, and then they'll and then they'll join the club. And then we can, you know, we can be friends with them. But um, so I don't, I think it's a, it's a gateway potentially. Look, it serves two purposes. One, if somebody doesn't know how to do coffee, it's going to be intimidating. I've got to get a, you know, they have to get a grinder anyway. But putting all this together and learning everything is time consuming. We know it's a hobby and it's time consuming. Some mm-hmm. people will want to start with something like this where they can actually get decent coffee out of it. And I'll I'll yet to test that because I've got to do the um, I've got to wait for the basket to come the single wall basket and do some tests there. Yeah. But I kind of I've got to feel got to feel that it's going to make half decent coffee. What pressure does it go to? Uh, I will have to check because of course of course with the pressurized basket it must be pushing something like fifteen bars. Yeah. When it goes to when with a single wall basket it won't know unless yep. no it won't know. No, it uh, know so there's not if there isn't an overpressure valve yeah I see, what saying. I see what you're saying well look the the truth will be in the tasting and i'll Absolutely. see and i'll see what it comes through like um but uh compared to and for 400 pounds actually for 400 pounds it's an interesting point uh 400 pounds you would really want a machine that's going to be doing nine bar or so. Yes. Um, it's a lot of money. Yeah, that's actually because, that's I mean, actually a good point. Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, four hundred pounds. Um, I think you can get an Oscar two for uh, six hundred. Yeah, and it's yeah. a way better machine. It is, but and you it, can't you can't just push a button and have it do all the work for you. That is true. That is true. It requires it requires some skill. But it doesn't require that much skill, to be honest. People don't know that, though. And what they really want is, is, is like, okay, maybe it's like people say to me all the time, things like, you should change the oil on your motorbike. It's really not that hard. I still take it to the garage because I'm afraid what's going to happen is I'm going to take the, the sump nut off or something. It's going to then somehow drop inside the engine, even though it's upside down. Like the Ooh. gravity will, will, will defy me. And somehow the thing will fall inside and I'll be like, oh, you didn't use it or I'll tighten it and I'll over tighten it because I didn't use a torque wrench or I'll screw it up somehow. This is just my fear, right? Mm-hmm. Like the time I drove off with the chain still on the back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my security chain. And I but, got but, all but of- some, someone pointed it out to you right away. Someone pointed it out to me right away, which is very helpful of them as I'm stuck in the middle of the road trying to pull the chain, which is now entangled in my chain, my security chain off the chain of the bike. Somebody drove past and said, "Your chain stuck in your bike." Like, yeah, I'm not pulling it up. You, you've and got four round. That, yeah, you've got four round wheels. <laughs> it was literally like. What the do most, you mean? I don't know. I, I don't that, think I've ever been. It was the most obvious statement that anyone's ever said to me. Very weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so uh, look, the the proof's going to be in the tasting of this coffee. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, this is not going to be a machine for for fine single estate, you know, high altitude, uh, magnificent geisha coffee. This is not that machine. But mm-hmm. uh, for a decent bean that they're buying down the supermarkets now, because more and more is becoming available, get a decent bean. Have a go get yourself a Breville grinder or a Baratza or whatever grinder, and um, and start making some espresso shots. Let's start making some cappuccinos. Probably, probably most people who are buying this machine are not going to be super into espresso, I've got to say. Most of them will be doing the milk-based drinks. 
And so to some degree, the nuances of, uh, of the fine espresso at 15 bar or nine bar will be lost when they neutralize that with the milk, wouldn't you say? Mm -hmm. I, I agree. Another thing is, um, I forgot. Oh, okay. That's an interesting point. Ah. Uh, I disagree with it though. <laughs> God. In fact, I vehemently disagree with it, Max. And I also, I take offense. So. I forgot completely what I wanted to say. Yeah. You know where you are though, right? You know where you are? You're in a safe uh, place. I don't Max. know who it's I okay. am, but I, I know how fast I'm going. Yeah, you do. You do. I try. I was watching Russian television. We started watching RT now just for entertainment. Uh, this guy was coming on trying to explain to this, this newsreader um, why, uh, how, how time wasn't a constant. It was, it was the funniest thing But look, if I have a, this watch and I hold one watch higher than the other watch and bring it back down, it's a different time. Mm. And the newsreader in RT is like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, why who who brought this guy on <laughs> <laughs> it's like who is this one who is this guy <laughs> yeah yeah so um so we're, we're going to be writing up a review of the breville um or mm. the sage uh yeah bambino uh, bambino plus i'm not disappointed in it i think it's so far i think it's very fit for purpose the only thing that's disappointing to me immediately is the drip tray but the rest mm -hmm. of it, it looks nice. It's easy to function. One button, two buttons, push a buttons a few times. And that's what I wanted to ask. Yeah, it's very easy. What are the, the, three, le the three levels in the, the first bit? Because you have so three frostiness. What's yeah. the other one? Brew temperature. Aha. So you have a PID inside. Wow. It's got a PID inside. And um, yeah, Wait, it, I think it, it changes it by. Or yeah, is no. it. It's a PID. No, I'm pretty sure it's a PID, and I think it's um, and I think it uh, I think it does it to to a reasonably consistent way. I think there's a couple of degrees difference, so you've got like a six. Um, I have to go and check that, but it's something like it's something like a six degree range that you can go between, which is as much as you're going to need. So basically, you've got a dark roast. You know, you you put it on the lower setting. You've got a uh, a light roast, a lighter roast. You put it on the higher setting. And it, it just, you know, the, Breville the Breville engineers know what they're doing. I got to say, they know what they're doing. They know exactly who their market is. They've done their focus groups mm -hmm. um, or whatever it is they've done. And they're doing things in a way that's different from, um, different from other companies. And, and they are innovating. I do think these things are innovative. And I do think they're useful to a lot of people. Maybe not for you and me, but they're useful to a lot of people. Um, and, uh, but, I'd still slightly balk at the price. I mean, if it was, I don't know, 275 pounds, $285, that yeah. sort of thing, I would be like, this is a no brainer for a lot of people. Absolutely. But it's at that range where it's just like, or a hundred quid more. And I know that's not the market, but it's like, but still for a hundred quid more. Eh. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, to me, it's uh, exactly it's the price point. I don't see the quality or the 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 the, the price that you that you would get. The, I mean, well, I don't I don't see the, where where the money goes. Uh, the money goes. We talked about this. It goes into his money pit, so he can dive around and swim in his money pit every morning, like Scrooge McDuck. Um, and if I ever meet him, I'm going to deny I said this. I'm going to say oh, you're mixing me up with Max. Max, Max said that, sir. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but uh, but no, no. So I, I think it's um, the other the other point worth really valid point worth bringing up in this. You go buy yourself a Gaggia Classic Pro, mm -hmm. or Silvia, uh, Ranchilio Silvia, uh, or an ECM Casa. Right, all of these ones are around the four, sorry, five hundred to six hundred range. Yep. So basically about 100 to 100 to 200 more maximum. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get yourself a machine that will, that will last you a decade or more. A decade. Yeah. This if machine, if you take care of it, of course, but that's actually, it's not that hard to do. You don't have to take care of a machine. You don't have to do a lot. You just have to do it regularly. You'll be surprised. And, I don't know. I mean, I've had, I know I've had coffee machines for years. My dad had that Lapavoli, whatever you it did. is. Leave a machine. Yeah, the Euro Piccola. 
That's the one. He had that for like 40 years. You did. Your dad did. What? What are you saying? Well, I've, I've had machines in my hands that, that are well, 10, 15 years old. And yeah. you look at them and look at, has this ever seen a descaler or a backflush? Yeah. But, that would be, I'm saying descaling and backflushing is not hard to do. I do it every week. Yes. Doing it is not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. When people do it. Yeah. But yeah, there is uh, there is a lot of uh, there is a lot of um misconception on <laughs> how to take care of things. I got you right saying. Okay, yeah. So so you like everything else, you know, everything else. You drive a car, you never take it to be serviced. You don't expect it to to not break down. No matter how good it is, eventually something will go wrong. Mm -hmm. Um and uh, same thing with coffee machines like anything else. But the point is is that these machines the Gagias, the ECMs, the you know, um, Profitex, uh, Ranchilios, etc. Those have the capability to last a decade. They, yeah. they, they have the um, they have the potential. Mm -hmm. I don't think the Sage machines, having looked at, at a few of them now, my son owns a Barista Express, my friend Adrian owns a Barista Pro. Um, I got this Bambino Pro. I've looked at the. I mean, if they feel okay, but there's just something about it that's like they're whispering to me. I'm an espresso whisperer. I don't know if I told you this. And they whisper to me that um, I'm going to break down just after the warranty expires. Yeah. That's what they say. They, they look plasticky to me. It's because they're made what, of plastic. What is it made of? Plastic. <laughs> I don't know. It looks shiny. It could be metal. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes know, it's very funny. hard. Sometimes the metal is so cheap, you're not even sure if it's metal or plastic. So I can't, I can't say. I can say the drip tray is metal. But I'd almost mm. prefer it was plastic because it's the it's the thinnest little stamped, tinny little metal mm. that you're just like you know you're afraid when you put it in you're going to bend it, and it, it's not it's not a good feel, not a good feel. Mm. There's no there's no premium materials used on 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 several on parts of that machine. There's some parts that are that, are, that feel fine, like the main mm. body of the machine feels reasonably solid. Um, but other stuff just feels sort of like the, the porter filter itself. You look inside and there's plastic bits and then the trays so very, very thin stamped metal and, and plastic. And you just kind of think one day all this is going to break. I don't know how, but it just will. You wake up one day and it won't work. How heavy so, is the porter filter? How what? Heavy. It's not particularly heavy. It's got a nice feel. It's got a nice engagement when you, when you pull it in. It's got yeah, a nice... that's uh, just because it's well machined, but the weight of, of it is actually quite important. I know, for the thermal consistency. Yes. And I can tell you, there was a very interesting, because it heats up so quickly, mm -hmm. you, you, you don't get that. You, um, so it heats up very quickly. So it heats up in three seconds or whatever it is, right? So it's got mm -hmm. the thermo siphon, thermo block, thermo thing, <laughs> thermo coil. And, yeah. um, and so, and so it heats up like almost instantly, which is really impressive. Mm -hmm. But of course your, your, your basket doesn't heat up in that time at all. And, you know, there's no E61 group head on this thing, right? It's, it's a, it's a, um, there may be a PID on the basket. I'm not really sure. That's kind of interesting. So how they, I have to go and take a look to see where the PID is because they obviously are, you can control the temperature and there's no boiler to control. So what, what is the PID measuring? It must be. In the boiler and on the top of the machine, like in the Gaja, they, they have the same design. There is a boiler sitting on top of the, on top of the brew head mm -hmm. and the water is diverted either to the steam or to the, to the, yeah. um, to the brewing unit. Yeah. The, the porta filter itself actually heats up because the the brewing unit is heated up by the possibly possibly the like boiler. I know that's how I definitely know that's how some of them work I, I want to go and check because Braille does have a, does have a way of doing things a bit differently so mm -hmm. I'm going to go and check that but um, but I can tell you that when I was brewing a shot after you know he look if the thing heats up in three seconds there ain't no way that that group head is warm <laughs> There's no way so, that the water inside it is warm, equilibrated. It's not equilibrated, no. So, and I think the way a lot of people are going to use this is like, hey, it heats up in three seconds. So they switch it on, they put their coffee in. So you're probably going to wait 10 seconds. They put mm. it, they tamp it with the horrible tamper that comes with it. And, <laughs> um, 
you know, but that's not so important. And then they, they put it in and they make their coffee in a cold cup, probably. And that's how it's going to be. I, I don't think, I don't think you're going to, most people are going, are going to be the, the types of people that are going to fuss over getting the best extraction. Um, what they're going to be doing is they're going to want to see that the extraction looks good. Then they're going to go, wow, that looks just like it does on the YouTube videos. Then they're going to put a bunch of milk in it and go, hmm, I think, actually. Yeah. Uh, but I will be tasting the espressos and uh, slurping it as um, I'll probably do. Yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably do that with, some, with a bunch of different coffees. Talking of which, it's right at the end. I meant to say it's at the beginning. Oops. Uh, I just ordered another half kilo from Gerald. Uh, wow. Now, yeah, the Burundi. That is very interesting, isn't it? So I didn't yeah. want to say this, uh, this loud, but, um, and actually it's totally my fault that I replied to Gerald in my, in my own mind, but I didn't, I never replied to his email. You jerk. I know, I know. I'm a busy person. I'm just forgetful. I'm not busy. I'm just forgetful. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so we did go. We did get these uh, as um, as a preview, and uh -huh. uh, so I found it very interesting. But I'm gonna. That's as much as I'm gonna say about this coffee. Uh, I really appreciated actually Gerard doing the effort and just sending sending us a little bit of coffee. Um, I really, I really like, I really love people like him that have so much enthusiasm about what they do, and mm -hmm. uh, roasters like him. We need more of them. Yeah, we, they do. Actually, you know what? Most of the roasters are a good. Yes. they're a bunch of good eggs. As I say, I have to yes. say, I don't meet uh, many roasters that I don't like. Um, yeah, because I they're so passionate and they know coffee. Exactly, and I, I absolutely love Gerard because he, he's he's just so enthusiastic. He's like tries new things, and um, he always often. I notice he's the one that comes up with these very interesting flavors out, out of coffee beans that I don't know how he manages. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he does a great hot chocolate as well. But um, yeah. you, I say, like, I'm, I'm not going to be coy. You obviously don't like his Burundi, so there's probably something wrong with you because I, I loved I, it. Oh, you did? What, what are you mean? saying? I'm not going to say anything about it. I was like, oh, you're, you're trying to be polite. This one here that, uh, that, that we got. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it too. I thought it was I, really, really I, I good. Just, it, since we didn't pay for it, I just wanted to. Oh, it's a freebie. It's I'm a getting freebie, lots of freebies so. now, Max. Uh, finally, I've hit the big time. <laughs> and, um, you know, so uh, look, um, look, Gerald descended it for free. And so, but then we can talk about it because I also went back and bought some. Mm -hmm. uh, but I look, we just have to say, look, we got it for free. But I think people know us enough now yeah uh that i don't really care whether it's free or not free if we didn't like it we would say so we'd say yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. politely it was a, it's, it's a very interesting coffee that actually tastes like tea leaves i made it also as a as a pour over i loved it like that ah i haven't tried as a pour over uh, i i was just making espresso more, with it yeah. what's it like as a pour over what 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 tell us uh so i i think i, I did it too early so it was uh, literally as soon as it touched the water it went <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but after a while, it was very interesting because it comes through, obviously, it's not the same roasting profile. When you do pour over and uh, espresso, they actually have different roasting. I even saying that because I've seen that yeah. you can actually choose the two. Now, I, didn't, I don't know the, the details of it. Yeah. Anyway, um, as a pour over, it comes through a very very mild and it got it, it get the it gets these um these really distinctive um black tea flavor yeah and i loved it it's really interesting it was um have you had other burundis yes i finished did it did it taste like other burundis to you Ooh, other burundis i don't remember having any other burundis. all right so let me tell you i've had uh, a few other burundis not lots probably i think two other burundis um one which my is one of my dad's favorite is from uh, the roaster in Notting Hill Gate, whose name is now completely Gervasio. No, but anyway, it doesn't really matter. So because we're talking about um, we're talking about Gerald and 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 um, Peaberry Peaberry Coffee. So Peaberry Coffee, yeah. And uh, so anyway, his his uh, the other Burundis I had tasted very Burundi. 
<laughs> I say that because I had two of them and they both tasted, both had a very much a similar kind of taste. Uh, one was actually just made for me at my friend's coffee shop. Mm. And, um, and uh, so they had these two Burundis I've, I've had and they were both like, oh yeah, that's, I started to, to associate very much that taste with Burundi. And Gerald's was different. It was kind of like uh, a cousin to the Burundi. So it's kind of like you turn up to a party and, um, and the family's there and they go, oh, have you met my cousin? And you see him and you think, oh, well, there's a family resemblance there. You know, clearly he's, mm -hmm. a, he's a Mr. Burundi, you know, but, <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, but he's not an exact Burundi. Um, it was a bit like that. It was a bit like that. But I really liked it. What I had, I had trouble dialing it in because it ran very fast. And so yes, on. it was running very fast. I had to grind very fine. And then I went back to another coffee with the same grind and I forgot. And <laughs> I didn't have any coffee. Yeah, yeah, it just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I did that as well. Um, so by the time I got it, I tried dialing it in. I was packing in a lot of coffee. I was doing triple shots. Oh, uh, that were, that were quite fine grinds. And then in the end, actually, I tried taking it back down. I put it back into a double basket. Mm -hmm. uh, I ran it for a little bit less time. I think I put 17 and a half grams in. Yeah, um, I, I go with with 18 and uh, yeah, it works. Yeah, I tried and, and 14, right. bad yeah, idea. No, no, it's a bad idea. Um, I was also making good coffee with 21 grams um, in a triple basket. And so, but, but oh, no, it's like, no, it's like, yeah. Uh, so, but I would say, but it was an, it was good enough. I thought to myself, I could do with this in the mornings. It's a, it's a strong enough, it had a lovely mouthfeel to it. Mm. Um, and, uh, so I'm really grateful for, for Gerald for hooking us like a drug dealer, like a crack yes. cocaine dealer. Yes. The first taste is free, yeah. uh, from Gerald. And, um, so I thought, but I'll reward him with, with like, a, you know, I'll buy another half a kilo because, you know, cause I liked it. Why not? Yeah, um, I'm also going to purchase, uh, I forgot, but I've got to do this. Um, you told me last week what Carvetti coffees you're drinking. And, I had, and some of them I hadn't had. And I was going to put them on my list. Oh, they're very nice, those ones. Yes. Well, well what are they? <laughs> very nice. Was it the latitude? I, I, I want something latitude, different. Solitude and, and uh, fortitude, but no magnitude. Wait, was there a fortitude? Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll go check it out. So the, um, the solitude and the fortitude I haven't had, what are they like? Which is better? Fortitude I prefer because it's not in chocolate, but both of them are actually quite chocolatey. So they're quite interesting coffees. Okay. All right, I'll try one and then uh, and after that I'll try the other. Yeah. I'll try the fortitude first. But to uh, all, of the, all of the roasters, both of them that are listening to us, mm. please keep stretching yourself. This is a brilliant thing that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, they there. It's it's um it's very good. Uh, I we just did a um, I can't really talk about it. I just did an interview, but I'm sort of under embargo, not embargo, but I haven't. Um, yeah, I can't really talk about it. Uh, okay, so, so, so I, that was I, I had really I had useful. something very interesting to say, but I can't say it. Yeah, I know that was really useful. I started saying, I was like, shit, how do I? Oops, how do I get myself out of this one? Uh, so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. But what about it? What about it? T tell us more. Tell us more. I, I will tell you. I tell you that I did another interview this last week um, with a few people on a, um, who are in the industrial side of the coffee uh, processing industry. And uh, I sort of told a, a bit of a dirty joke on the call. It didn't go down very well. Um, See the dirty joke? But it wasn't a dirty joke. That's the thing. Is the sad thing was it wasn't a joke. It was actually a, it was actually a true. It's actually a true story, but involved a condom and. Um, and uh, I don't think it went over very well. Yeah. Yeah. When it involves a condom, kind of. Yeah. But it was a good and, story and it was relevant. It wasn't like I just pulled it, you know, I didn't just pull it out. Like, you know, like, hey, I'm going to tell you a story about a condom. It was actually relevant to the context of what we were talking about, I thought. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> but then, like, you know, when you're looking and all the faces are just the blank. They go like, mm. I imagine it's a bit like doing stand-up comedy when you're not funny. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, you're thinking you're on stage, you got the mic. It's just the sound of someone's chair squeaking and someone walks out the room and you're thinking to yourself, nah, I need to try something else. I need to get another job. <laughs> it's a bit like that. Oh, Max, I think we should wrap it up, buddy. So uh, we'll see you next week, Max, in which case, Nick, you cannot escape this uh, discussion on ECM for long. Um, um, I will so. try.
So I read a lot of research as well. Oh, I think it's only because you didn't do your homework. It's because you didn't do your homework. You didn't want to change the subject. I I didn't do my homework. I knew it. Uh, You'll be graded next week, though. You'll be graded. Um, So so send it in. And uh, so enjoy your week. Um, uh, You too, Yep, yep, yep. I'm going to have to... Oh, God, I'm going to have to come... When is lockdown going to end again? Ah. Is it? No, maybe never. (laughs) Snow today, though. Snow today. It's no today, yes. There was a lot of people sideways. There are a lot of people going all over the place. So yeah. I, I need to come down and see you and give you stuff and pick up stuff and, and things like that. So um, we'll find out when that's possible to do. Yeah, uh, take it obviously. Easy. Yeah, you take it easy too, Max. And uh, give my very, very best to your lovely wife. Uh, I still can't believe she puts up with you for this long. It's amazing. She must be a saint. Jeez. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, next week we'll talk about ECMs and you'll have to talk me down from buying one of your hand grinders. Ooh. Yeah. You will. No, I I said talk me down from it, Max. God. But they're brilliant. I haven't used my my grinders ever since. Now remind me. I've never turned them on. Never saved. All right. Have a great week, buddy. Talk to you later. Bye.